Hello everyone. How are you? It is Tuesday, 7.30 p.m. Central Standard Time. And this is Just Like You, Everyday People, Amazing Stories. We are back for episode number 14. I cannot believe it. And I see my guest has already joined us. Let me get her in here. And I'll go over a few housekeeping issues. Hello, Aisha. Are you there? This is waiting for you to join. So while she is joining, folks, just want to remind you, hello, beautiful. Hey, Sharon. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. I just want to remind everybody real quick, a few housekeeping things that we are here 7.30 to 8 p.m. So I'm hoping the internet is going to let us be great through the whole thing. But should anything crazy happen, we will be back. So if we get cut off or disconnected, we will be back from 7.30 to 8 p.m. Central Standard Time. And again, this is just like you, everyday people, amazing stories. If you have a story or know someone who does, and I say we all do, please get a hold of me. We would love to hear your story and love to share it. And the world would love to hear it. And we just appreciate our guest today, Aisha Crump, coming on. And I'm so glad that I called you. I just picked up the phone and I was like, you know what? I'm going to call her because I know and I see as a fellow boiler maker. <laughs> and then I just, you know, like started seeing all the stuff you're doing. And I was just like, you know what? I'm so glad that I picked up the phone and called you. And I'm even more glad that you said yes to come on here because I just think you have, you have a, a journey that, there's a lot of people that probably want to want to do, you know what I mean? Like you, you're, you'll share your story, but you know, you are, you're just like us. Right. But you have done something incredible. Oh, thanks. And, <laughs> and the world is watching because you're on, you're, you're on now world stage to me, you know? So just, just thank you so much for being on. I'll, I won't say a lot about it. I'll, I'll let you share your story, but Again, just thank you so much for answering the phone when I called. Of course. And um, for picking up and be willing to, being willing to share your story. So go ahead and tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, thanks so much, Taryn, for having me. And for those that you don't know, Taryn and I went to Purdue together in West Lafayette, Indiana. Um, so that's where we met. And so us Boilermakers, we stick together for <laughs> sure. Um, and uh, as Taryn said, my name is Aisha Ceballos Crump. Um, maiden, married, <laughs> and I am the owner and founder of Honey Baby Naturals. And um, actually, I just co I actually just founded um, a new company, which is Beauty Loft, which is a beauty brand incubator. Nice. Um, but I this journey has been amazing. I actually mm -hmm. went to Purdue, majored in chemical engineering, so I have a background in engineering, which is kind of different for someone who owns beauty brands. Um, typically, you have more um, internet-based businesses, influencers, um, you know, just business-minded that do it. I did it from mm -hmm. a science perspective. So, I um, four years ago I launched Honey Baby Naturals and. Um, it was actually, I worked in the industry um, for corporate for about 
14 years and I worked for other brands, helped them develop it. Mm -hmm. And about five years ago, I took a leap of faith. I kind of, I bet on me and um, I, I was vice president of sales marketing for, you know, for, for a company and had a great job, but I wasn't, I wasn't content. I was mm -hmm. feeling like there was something better I should do, something more I should do and quit my job. And four years ago, I launched Honey Baby Naturals. Um, it has been an incredible journey, like to say the least. Um, today, I actually was on the phone with VCs and I'm telling my story and they're like, wait, you just launched four years ago. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. it's funny because I'm like, people call me, they, they have no idea. But yeah, four years ago, the first year of business, um, I actually got into Target. Um, yes. And now, um, fast forward four years later, we're in Target, Walmart, Sally Beauty, CVS, mm -hmm. Rite Aid, Walgreens, TJ Maxx, Marshalls. We're in four other countries. And we just recently did um, Amazon. So now we're really big on e-commerce as well wow. because of COVID. Yes, yes. So awesome. it's, it's been a crazy journey. Um, and the brand Honey Baby Naturals was founded on based on my family. So I'm Puerto Rican and uh, my husband is black, he's African-American. We have three biracial kids with all different hair textures and Honey Baby Naturals was created to address the needs of all their different textures and concerns. So, mm -hmm. yeah, so, so um, we have, oh God, I'm like, we have 14 products. So 11 mm -hmm. hair products, three body products, and the entire line was developed to hydrate, heal and protect. And it's really about healthy hair, healthy skin that is for every one of the family, regardless of race, regardless of gender, and, you know, regardless of age. And I think, you know, one of the challenge is, I feel like in the beauty industry, everything's been so segmented, either you're black, you're white, you're Latino, either you're a man, you're a woman, you're a child, you're an adult, why can't there be a line for everyone, regardless of race, age, sex, and that's what Honey Baby Naturals is. Mm -hmm. And it smells delish. Uh, it, it don't smells, eat it though it's not honey <laughs> it smells delicious i don't know i didn't, i don't know what it all is but i just know that it smells delish you know you yeah. just you just want to like it when it's on somebody you just want to eat it you know like it's, it's funny just, my kids um they, my kids walk around the school and they started with my son and everyone's like what is that oh my god so like all the teachers the coaches the, the kids that go to school with them they're all like honey babies like the whole school is full of honey baby you smell it through the hallway so yeah. they're my biggest models and you know if anyone's gone to our website or use our products and follow the brand you'll see that they have completely different hair textures and mm -hmm. so that's why it's great i have three walking models and they sell the brand people stop us down the street every day oh my god what do you using your hair so mm -hmm. yeah it's been it's been incredible and you know one thing that you just said Taryn it, it's been crazy because I'm a behind the scenes kind of person like you know that's an engineers we're like constantly formulating and developing I just uh started my own um we formed our own company now we're manufacturing mm -hmm. and we're doing logistics distribution um but one of the things that I'm trying to do better with is on social and mm -hmm. public speaking events and um this past week I had this amazing amazing opportunity to fill a nationally televised like campaign um with one of the bigger retailers I can't really tell much about it but I'm okay. so excited it, but it's just going to be on a national stage and it's telling our journey, telling our story. And I think it'd be great for the brand. Yes. And I mean, how, what did I remember seeing, I don't know, I think it was maybe Instagram or Facebook or something when you first started being in stores. And I remember going to the store, I think it was Target first. I don't know, does that keep Target. going out? I feel like my Instagram keeps going out. But anyway, and I remember looking at your product and thinking to myself, like, I know her, you know? 
like I'm so proud of her. So if I felt the way I felt, how must you have felt? You know, when you went there for the first time and your family saw that, I mean, you know, tell us about yeah. that a little bit because I know that. Was and, and I think it's like, for me, it's like, I, I'm a dreamer and I, I never doubted myself. Like I knew that, you know, mm -hmm. that was a path I would take. So I wasn't really like, to me, it was like, okay, now it's on shelf. Like, how am I going to sell it? How am I going to push mm -hmm. units? Because people don't realize that's the easy part. The hard part is staying in stores and mm -hmm. to maintain, you know, these thresholds of sales. And when mm -hmm. you're competing with Fortune 500 companies, when you have the likes of these massive, you know, multi-million and billion dollar companies that are trying to take your shelf space, you have to compete with them. So that was a difficult part. But the story is um, even Target. I didn't tell my kids and the Target, oh, uh, we live in Chicago. So Target, like right by my kid's school, um, like a few blocks away. I'm like, oh, let's go to Target, which we do every two days. And I take the kids <laughs> in there and um, we walk down the aisle and I, I'm always like snooping to see what else is out there. I just want to know. I'm always doing market research. And so I take the girls and then I say, what, what's out? Let's see what's new. And they uh -huh. look and then they spot it and they're like, oh my God, it's honey. And mind you, this was four years ago. It's honey, baby. And I have the pictures to this day that we took. And, um, you know, it's just, you know, it's crazy. It's just like that big moment, like, man, like this is real. Like you think about um, legacy and generational wealth mm -hmm. and, you know, and I think that was part of the reason why I quit my brand. I mean, quit my job. I actually, you know, I worked with Lisa Price when she did Carol's Daughter. I worked with the Gardner family with ORS. I worked with the Luster family. Like a lot of these legacy families, the Johnson family, they have created these brands mm -hmm. um, that are in, their, in the homes. And for me, it was just like, I know I can do this. You know, mm -hmm. like I know that I can create this amazing product line that can be in people's homes and they recognize it. So it was really about for me, just like that legacy and that creating something that's tangible that people can look at and you know to go with your story Taryn I'm from Gary Indiana and um, you know I have so many people from Gary that you know follow me on social mm -hmm. media and support our brand and you know I don't even realize it and they're buying my product and they're just like oh my god I tell everybody we know you like we're yeah. proud of you I was like I'm nobody I'm just Aisha <laughs> from Gary Indiana who went to Purdue who sat in your class and so mm -hmm. like for me, it's like, you know, I, I just want to inspire others. And, you know, one of the things we did this year is, and I haven't really made it public, so the few people that are on here today get to see it, but, um, you know, a lot of people struggle to start their own businesses. Um, it's so difficult because, you know, you, you might have a great idea, but what about the logistics, the supply chain, um, the capital, the, you know, the things that you don't think about and that, are, that make it challenging? A lot of small businesses fail within the first two years. Um, and especially in our community, minority owned businesses, women owned businesses, like there's really, it's really challenging. So anyway, you know, with that being said, I realized that I was able to navigate because of my relationships. And um, in January, my husband and I bought um, a 15,000 square foot warehouse and we we're going to do logistics and branding and marketing and strategy for small entrepreneurs and up and coming brands under our new company, Beloved. Mm -hmm. So that's what I've been working on. And I've been blessed during COVID is that I want to give back and I want to help other people to create um, under one umbrella. And so uh, we actually, I actually launched another brand last year, Botanica Beauty co-launched it. And my daughters are actually going to launch their brand um, next year. So we're oh, just like nice. working on big things. We have three other entrepreneurs that are coming underneath us, but it's really about, you know, how do we pay it forward? And I know, you yes. know, this, 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 um, you know, this live series is really about doing great things. W you know, how, 
what, why be an entrepreneur and be successful if you can't pass it on and pay mm -hmm. it forward? And, you know, that's a big part of what I want to do. And, you know, and, you know, I want that young girl who is from Gary, Indiana, or went to Purdue and sat in that engineering class struggling to see me and say, dang, she made it. You know, yes. she believes in herself and she made it. Yeah. And I think that's just, you know, that's so important because that's, like you said, one of the reasons why I started this show, I had actually thought about doing it more of a, a paper show a long time ago, uh, doing a magazine in Los Angeles. And of course, that's uh, old news now. And then, you know, just during this time, I was just like, you know what, there are so many stories. I mean, I have the gift of gab. So God gave me that gift. So I needed to figure out how else I can use it. You know, I do a lot of things, um, obviously, outside of the live, but how else I could use it and how else I could inspire people to your point and just inspire people to, for positivity. We're just so much going on right now. And these yeah. stories like yours are just, they're positive for, for anybody. They're positive for young women. They're positive for men. They're positive for moms. They're positive for entrepreneurs. They're just positive for so many people. So I guess that gets me to one of my questions. Do you have anything like that you would say maybe is your, one or two big lessons that you've learned during this whole process? Any, any lessons? So, you know, I think, I think the biggest lesson would be um, you have to take risk and chance. Mm -hmm. And, you know, when I was ready to start this company and quit my job, my parents thought I was crazy. You know, it's like, you know, you went to school and you, you study engineering and you did this and you want to start a beauty business, you know, like <laughs> everyone thought I was nuts. And it's like, Believe in yourself and, and take mm -hmm. chances. You know, if you if you believe in yourself and, and you have a good idea, like what's the worst that could happen? You know, and so that was the one of the biggest lessons I learned. And then I think the other thing would be um, just be persistent. You know, yeah. I was coming into a crowded category. You know, and I and I tell the story when I first went into my target meeting, I had a thousand followers on Instagram. People didn't even know who the brand was. Mm -hmm. I had just launched, but I was persistent in my messaging, persistent in getting into people's hands, and just constantly. I mean, my kids laughing. They're like, "I'm a target stalker." I go into the stores and I'm like seeing ladies buying other products. I'm like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! Have you heard of Honey Babe?" <laughs> or like, you know, I'm walking down the street handing out samples, and so it's like that persistence and you know so that's a big part of it just being mm -hmm. persistent and you know believing in your dreams and you know like even now I can stop but I, I just want to keep creating and I just feel like you know the sky's the limit you know I want to retire at 50. Yeah. <laughs> so, I still got time left you know yeah. but I don't think that's ever going to really happen. I don't know that you'd really do that though I feel like you would be you might be doing what you want at 50 more of what you want, but I don't think you ever stop working. I just don't see you saying, oh, let me just relax on the beach somewhere. Like somehow oh, there'll be a Believe me, I work hard and I play hard. Like I, my, you know, so my son's going to college next week. We're taking yeah, I saw that. And I'm like, one down, two to go. Woo, I'm counting down the years. Cause when I'm 50, I'm going to be on a yacht in the South of France somewhere. <laughs> yeah, I, I hope that, you know, we'll be still in touch when we're both 50 and we can see, cause I, I think that too. I think, oh, I'm going to retire when I'm 50, but then I'm like, I'm also like a, you know, I love to, I love what I do. So, you know, I, I know too. you love what I you do. do too. So like I said, I don't know if we'll, we'll be retired yet. Somebody said, you've given me hope and push to, into dive into entrepreneurship. It was so scary to start, but I'm happy I made this decision. Oh. So someone's saying that here on our live. So it's, you know, like you said, you're inspiring people. And, and, and she said, I think it's a, a girl said, uh, whoever it was said, you give them hope. I know and it's crazy. 
I, I told a sto- yeah. I told a story this week, Taryn, and I'll tell it again because I was I was doing this like interview and I and I had a bunch of, it was a remote um, interview and I had a bunch of producers out of California and and um, you know two different locations they're watching it and um, it was all remote and um, you know I'm telling a story about you know growing up I grew up in Gary and we didn't have much you know my parents mm-hmm. always struggled my dad was always laid off um, and we grew up very poor I was the first person in my family to go to college I don't even know if you knew that about me but you know that was you know a lot of people in our generation at Purdue and that were there you know have been through the same struggle and I remember driving I'm from Gary so we used to drive to downtown Chicago and I used to look at the buildings and I would dream and I said, Ooh, I think Oprah lives there. Mm. One day I'm going to live in a high rise or in a building and I'm going to have this and I'm going to just make it for myself. And it's just funny. I look now and I tell my kids that story and they're like, really? You just, everything you said you want to do, you just made come true. And Isn't that's awesome. It is. That's it is. And I was like, you know, just imagine like going to the school that we had a chance to go to and experiencing mm-hmm. the things that we got to do. Like we were on, we were in Forbes. We were in USA Today last mm-hmm. year, like Purdue featured me in the alumnus magazine. I was like, me? Really? <laughs> so all those things, it just feels so surreal. And it's like all I'm doing is living my best life and pursuing my dreams. Our guest here says I'm a single mother and 22. So the one the guest that said that you give her hope. So, that's- you know, I think that's what I mean, to me. That's what, what, what we do is about, right? That's yeah. what it's about. Like you are taking what God has given you, your talent, your skills. And um, you're, you're, I think you said something that I, that I really uh, like too, is creating generational wealth, right? Like yeah. passing stuff on for your kids and for your kids' kids. And I yeah. think that that's so important. And then you're also taking your talents too and using them to serve. You know, we're kind of, to me, that's kind of what we're put here for. We're, we're put here to serve others, you know, and to share our stories. Yeah. So I think, you know, my next question is, you, you know, the lessons you've learned, but any more lessons that you would maybe necessarily like a, continue to pass on to someone else? You know, you said be persistent, um, bet on yourself. Anything else that you would say, you know, if that is, you know, somebody is a single mother, 22, and or somebody right now maybe is in that beginning phases of starting a business and, you know, kind of wondering what 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 do they need to do or what do they need to look out for? Anything else there? So um, so one thing I tell my children, so my kids are 18, 13 and 12 and uh, or 14, sorry, 18, 14 is going to be 13. <laughs> they grow too fast. And they're growing fast. But the one thing like I even tell my children and even my 18 year old, he, you know, I'm like, don't be afraid to speak up. And I think mm-hmm. that that generation like below, you know, like I'm 43 and I'm not afraid to say it, but I think that, you know, people in their twenties and younger sometimes because of social media and texting mm-hmm. and, and the way that they communicate they're you know, they don't speak up and they're not, you know, That's public speaking and, and engaging. And I think that, you know, one of the things that always says is if people don't hear you and you're silent, they're not going to know your idea or they're not going to know if I wasn't afraid to walk into target headquarters three months into my brand and represent and speak proudly and, and openly about this concept. Like it wouldn't, I, I would never have had the chance to become mm-hmm. and re- be in retail. And so, um, be, not being afraid to speak up and speak out. And then I love that. This is my favorite thing is the biggest risk is never taking a risk right. and, you know, truly, truly, you know, what is the worst that can happen? And I always say that even now I'm starting new businesses and, you know, I'm like, oh, I'm sacrificing this because I'm doing this. But I just feel like it's all coming to that point where it's building up to something great. Right. I say something similar. Like you said, don't be afraid to speak up. I say this saying, it's like there are two types of people in the world, people who say stuff and maybe wish they shouldn't 
are people who don't say anything at all and wish they would have. Yes, that's great. That is you great. Know? And I, I get scared because my kids, it's like, they're like, mom, you're always saying, and I'm like, no, you have to be this way. You have to speak up. You have to speak out because closed mouths do not get fed. <laughs> yeah, and you have to, and I think it's about to, like, especially during this time right now, it's about standing for something, you know? Like, and, and everybody doesn't have to agree with what you speak up or speak out about. Um, but, you know, you have to, I guess, make your, your voice heard, yes. you know? And that saying, if you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything. But sometimes it's, it's about standing for something and, and standing your ground. And I'm sure with, with three younger kids, you know, that's very important lesson to teach them is, is to speak up because they're going to be in lots of situations where they have to speak up Absolutely. Um, or they want to speak up. Yes. And I think, you know, especially doing what I'm doing, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm a beauty pioneer mm -hmm. in a multi-textured hair care space. I'm the first Latina, I'm Puerto Rican, to ever have a natural hair and skincare brand in mass retail. Like, they didn't understand this. And so I'm talking to the retailers and they're like, oh, well, we're going to put you here. No, I'm Latina, I'm Puerto Rican. Like, we're mm -hmm. Afro-Caribbean women and we're proud of our heritage. And so, you know, they might not agree with it. And it might right. get me not in the section I need to be in, but I have to tell people and I have to say it because it's important to me. And I think that because I've been saying it for two or three years, we're finally starting to see this movement in the beauty industry. And I'm so proud of it. And I'm like, dang, am I a pioneer in the Latina beauty industry? You are. And this whole You're space. I know, it's crazy. People keep calling me and they're like, oh, are you the first? I'm like, what? Really? I can't believe it. But, you know, it's because I'm proud and I always say it and I, you know, and I'm, I make sure that our voices are heard. And hopefully, like, you know, now you're going to start to see a lot more in this category. Changing the yeah, face of beauty. That's the hashtag we're using. What'd you say? You Changing said the face of beauty. So I think, I think that's important, too. When you say, you know, you are, you know, creating this space where no one has been before. Like yes. that's, in, that's incredible, right? So you've had this brand for, for five years now. Yeah. Five, four, five years now. Uh, four, four, four. And, I quit my job five years ago. So okay. four years. And you are changing the face of beauty and you're doing first, a lot of first. And some people kind of wish they would do that. And they've been in business for, I don't know how long. So I think that is just to be admired. I mean, I know you work hard. I, I know you, every time I have talked to you on the phone, you're multitasking and what's <laughs> going on. So I know that you work hard and be proud of that. But I think that's something, you know, when people are listening to the story today, and again, like I said, think, man, she's just like us and she's created, she's changing the face of, of beauty. She's created a brand. She's a mom. She's an entrepreneur. She, she founded a company, not just you founded your company, but now you're helping others found their company or, or start their company. And then you've just bought some space. And I mean, you did that, I think, at a time where other people were trying to figure out what to do, right? I know it's, it's crazy. Like, and I, you know, people don't realize when you start a small business, um, the overhead is so much and so many entrepreneurs, I was shipping mm -hmm. orders out of my condo for three years. Like I was packing, shipping, had the kids working, like doing all this. And so to be able to get your own warehouse, your own logistics, your own space, your own manufacturing, like it's such a big deal. And like, I, I look at blessings. So during COVID I'm typically traveling from March mm -hmm. to, um, 
August. And so I'm gone every two weeks, but I've been home. And so it's given, you know, I have, I have time now. And so I've been grinding and working. We set up our facility and like, I was like, man, blessings. You look at things, you know, that might be negative and you take them mm -hmm. and you turn them into a positive situation. So, you know, take, take something okay. and make, make, make sugar out of nothing. <laughs> lemonade, I lemonade out of limits. <laughs> right, right. And that's what you're doing. So I want to ask, you so we're on to our last year i know it goes by so quick and our last yeah. seven minutes so we talked to a little bit a little bit about what you're doing about what you've done now share with us a little glimpse into more about what the future holds for you yeah so i know some of it you probably can't share it's top secret but the ones you know i mean it's okay <laughs> so <laughs> baby um it's it's crazy but because of covid it's like changed our plans um and people mm -hmm. anyone that's watching our retail sales are oh, dying if you think about it majority of our business is retail which where a lot of them were shut down mm -hmm. they're only shipping essential so e-commerce has saved us so we're going to do a, a big e-commerce platform um you know really focusing on that like i said we just launched on amazon i have a new collection that is probably my best piece of work yet Nice. I've never launched a collection. It's a, a true collection I've been working on for over a year. Now I have time that we're going to be okay. launching hopefully by the end of the year. So I'm really excited about that. Um, but I think the biggest thing is um, I really haven't even given a look into Beauty Loft. And this is my husband and I formed this business together. And the fact that, you know, we're able to help other brands. And it's the first of its kind beauty brand incubator for underrepresented categories. And we already have three brands that are coming underneath our umbrella and we're gonna be joining forces. It's gonna be incredible. And so I'm like, I'm just excited about that. I've been putting so much time and energy and focus. It's only gonna make each Honey Baby stronger. It's gonna make Botanica stronger. It's gonna make all the brands, you know, just have more, think about it, combine buying power, combine facilities, strength, mm -hmm. stronger together. And that's like my mantra, like you, have to stick together and join together to be stronger so that's what we're working on we have some exciting brands in the pipeline and um i'm i'm just blessed i feel like blessed to be where i am and to be able to make the change in people's lives you are you are blessed but you're blessing others too so just you know continue to keep doing that so one more time i want people to know they can find you can, oh, okay so um, the 11th I, hour. can you hear me still uh, Okay. Yes, I can hear you. So Aisha okay. Ceballos Crump and um, Aisha RC, A-I-S-H-A-R-C. And my company is Honey Baby Naturals. And it's just at Honey Baby Naturals. And you can find us on honeybabynaturals.com. And we actually have our skincare essentials on sale right now and our wash day essentials, which are bomb. We, and they're, our price, all of our products are $10.99 retail. And then online, we have a lot of good deals. So make sure you follow us, try the products and botanicabeauty.com as well too, as, well, as our sister brand. Well, thank you so much. Everybody make sure they go find Honey Baby Naturals and the brands that Aisha just mentioned. Um, somebody said 37 years in the hair business. Love this. Keep going. Thank you. So you I, I don't know. I feel like it is just the beginning. Like I'm like, we've been, we, Honey Bay's around four years now, but I feel like we're just getting started. And you know, it's funny because I was telling a story today to create this brand with nothing, like, you know, and to, to see it grow to where it is, you know, now even thinking about expanding it, sky's the limit. Yes. And it, it is. Much for coming on and for sharing with us. 
We'll definitely have to have you back in the new year to follow up to see how all those brands are doing and see what the net keep up with you with the next step holds for you. We really, I do. I just sincerely, everyone on here appreciates it, but I want to tell you that I appreciate it too, because, you know, I always say you didn't have to. And um, I want to let people know that I do appreciate them. Not only do I appreciate them serving their communities, but I appreciate them just like I said before, picking up the phone and wanting to share your story. So I'm going to be in touch with you soon. And everybody's thanks. Someone else said, love your products, love your products. So thank you very much. And I will be in touch. I can't wait to share the new one. So <laughs> yay. Well, thank you again and have thank a great evening. Thank you so much, Taryn, for having me. Thank you for Thank you for this platform. It's amazing to share good inspiration, especially during the times that we are in right now. Yes. Yes. It's very important. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Have a bye. good one. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye. Do you have a story that can inspire others? Do you know someone who does? Do you have a life journey that others can relate to? Maybe you've conquered a personal, professional, or physical obstacle. No story is too big or too small. Others want to be inspired by you. The Taryn Lamp Show. Each episode, we will talk to everyday people just like you with amazing stories. Everyone has a story to share. This show is about positivity and love. Listen and learn from these individual journeys. I am your host, Taryn Lamp, and this is The Taryn Lamp Show.